goals are going to be the things that actually the action item, the small milestones that get you there. And don't try to do those outside of 90 days because that's just going to overwhelm you and you're going to be bogged down and probably not take enough action to get those things done really is what it comes down to. So grow your cleaning business, make more money, have more time. This is the Profit Cleaners Podcast with your hosts, Brandon Condry and Brandon Shane. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Profit Cleaners, where you're learning from the top 1% of cleaning business owners and moving your business forward, making leaps and strides and shaking things up to really grow your business. So uh, I'm joined by my co-host, Brandon Condry. That's me. And I'm your host, Brandon Shane. I want to welcome you guys. Thank you guys so much for your time today. We're going to be diving into some really more exciting stuff, talking about why you should replace yourself. Is it even possible to replace yourself and create an automated business that's scalable, that has systems in place? So is this even possible with a local service cleaning business? That's Stay the tuned to find out. Stay tuned to find out. We're going to be diving into that, guys. We're talking about a lot of this stuff is actually a result of a really high-level mastermind we just joined recently where we're going through all this with other team members across the world that have businesses. But essentially, guys, we're going to be just dropping all these nuggets that we're learning to share with you guys. So you hopefully it'll help you guys to do the same in your businesses. But I know for myself personally, I never even knew if this was possible. You know, I was always looking at internet businesses and that whole internet like lifestyle business thing that you hear about in the four-hour work week with Tim Ferriss and all these entrepreneurs out there. But I didn't know. And I think when we first started this business, that was kind of our concern was like, can you even yeah, kind of create that lifestyle a with lot of this kind of a business? Stray away from service companies because they think maybe you can't do it. Yeah. But we'll get there. Let's talk about some other stuff real quick. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Now that you guys are hooked, let's uh, do some quick housekeeping, Brandon. That's right. <laughs> subscribe and review. I know we tell you every time and that's probably why you're listening to it is because you subscribe. But if this is the first time that you are hearing us, there's lots of cool stuff in the archive that you should go back and listen to, but you should also subscribe and leave us a review, an honest review, whatever it is. Speaking of reviews, we've got a few that you should check out. All right, let's check them out. So I'll start it out with Valentin Radu. Five stars. He said, first episode, I chose to return and tune into the first episode. It carried me to tears in a great way, knowing that finally there's a solution to my problems. Wow. That is pretty touching. I can't believe we made someone cry. That's but right. Hey, we're here to solve problems. We're here to help people. Yeah. Inspire you and make you cry in a good way, hopefully. Another five stars from Lauren Tickner. Thank you. The Brandons and the team, thank you so much for making a show that dives profoundly into building your business from scratch and how close they came to not making it. It's been a motivation. That's right. Awesome. Lauren, thank you so much. One more from Luis Holder, uh, five stars. He said, Corby episode. Corby's episode is a must to listen. So much knowledge from him. So if you guys haven't checked out Corby's episode, I think that was one of the very early ones. I want to say episode five or six, and we'll go back and look. But essentially, the team, we had a behind-the-scenes team call with Corby, and that was our, that's our mentor up in Denver. We're going to be doing a lot more of those, so stay tuned for more episodes with Corby, our mentor. Corby um, will be a recurring guest star on the Profit Cleaners podcast. That's right. He's a rock star, and he'll be always a celebrity with us. So thank you, Corby, and thank you, everyone, for your reviews. We really are so glad to be giving you guys so much value. So thank you, thank you. So guys, let's dive into today's episode, which is like we talked about, we're just going to be divulging these gold nuggets that we're learning about how to truly grow a business that is doing so and replacing yourself and actually giving you back your time and your freedom and doing the things that you love in your life, but also having a successful business at the same time. And like I said, I didn't even know if this was possible when we started this business in 2017 because I was just like, 
totally into the online game, right? And I, it's all I really wanted was to create businesses that, so I had this lifestyle. Yeah, the four-hour um, four working, man. I'm yeah. running this from a beach in my laptop. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so what's really amazing is as we've gotten into this business more, we've realized you know, just how many systems you really can put in place and how you really can replace yourself and get that time back. So really what we're talking about here is we're talking about a book. That's how we got into it. We're going to talk a little bit more beyond the book, but the way we got into this is a book called Clockwork by Mike Michalowicz. I can't spell his last name. Just Google it. (laughs) Google Motorbike Mike. That's one of his websites. If you've listened to the podcast for a while, you'll know that we are Mike Michalowicz fans. Like We read Profit First. That was the first book that kind of got us into it. We revamped everything in the beginning when we were overdrafting our checking account on every payroll and pulling out my hair, figuring out like why this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Profit First saved us from that. The evolution of Profit First is clockwork. And clockwork is building a business that will run by itself, basically. Yeah. So check out the book. I highly recommend it. It's kind of like a workbook, like you're going to go through these exercises to kind of help you identify bottlenecks and things of that nature. Yeah. I can't recommend it enough. But what was really awesome was that Brandon Shane had found this other part of Clockwork called Run Like Clockwork, and they actually have, they call it an accelerator, but it is a mastermind, it's business coaching, it's interactive. Mm-hmm. And it's limited to a certain number of people, and we were able to get in on that. And so I feel lucky that we were in there. I feel grateful that we got into it. We're two weeks in and learning mm-hmm. stuff you know, every day. There's lots of good content in there, and we're going to try and share what we can with you from that you know, while staying within their rules about what we can tell you and can't tell you. Yeah. And it's going to be great. So let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. So in a sec here, we'll talk about more of like vision, culture, values, goals, all these things you want to be building into, you know, your business and the long-term vision of it and where you're going, obviously. But kind of what we're, we're at right now is we're building that stuff, right? We're yeah. building the vision. We're, we're actually in the middle of doing that right now. That is one of our things to do is to come together and sort out what the three-year vision is. But the benefits of clockwork are kind of twofold. You mm-hmm. have benefits for yourself as the owner and benefits for the team. So the benefits for yourself, that's the dream. That's the dream that we're talking about with the online businesses is you're going to eventually start delegating the things that you don't want to do anymore, focus on the things that you do want to do, and then eventually you're just like, well, I'm out. I'm going to take a super long vacation and I'm not going to talk to the team. I'm not going to check in. And when I come back, if everything worked out, It should have grown without me like directly overseeing it. That's kind of what the goal is. And it's not that you have to wait till the end for that to happen. Along the way you get, it's like a slow burn. You start benefiting right away. So we had read Clockwork a year ago Mm -hmm. and reread it a couple times in between there. And we just kept getting stuck on trying to finish it, which is why we ended up in the accelerator. But even the parts that we did do, like just finishing it part of the way, like right now, for instance, I would say that I work 30 hours a week and the time that I'm not working, I'm able to focus on some personal fitness stuff in the gym, hang out with my kids and the pre version of that before we had had VAs and things like that to kind of help out with stuff was, you know, sometimes being here at midnight building shells and yeah, those are things (laughs) that were happening in the beginning. And I'm here to tell you that like it gets better and you can accelerate the getting better Mm -hmm. by checking out this system. Absolutely. So really guys, it's like, how can you create this vision for your business? Where do you want to go? How do you want your life to look? What do you want your business to look like when you walk in? This is what we're creating right now with our vision in the years to come. But what's really important about that vision and creating this culture and all these things you're creating is 
sharing that with the team, right? And making them part of that as well, because if they're not on board with the vision and they don't know where we're going, well, how are they going to take right. part in that? And how is everyone going to be on so that ship together? One so. of the things that we found from the mastermind was, mm-hmm. I forget the specifics of who commissioned it, but there was a study of thousands of small businesses. Yep. And the two things that employees complained the most about were management not communicating with them and changing course all the time. Like it was a constantly moving target on what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So people start feeling disconnected. And if that's the case, people that feel disconnected, those are your A players. They see the writing on the wall that I'm not going to be able to, right. to move forward. So what ends up happening is that your best talent leaves. And so part of the vision thing is to prevent this. So it's not just that you and I as owners are going to get on the same page. Once mm-hmm. we are, we've dialed it all in. Like this is you're kind of doing a look to the future sort of thing. Like, what do I want the business to be in five years or right. three years or whatever it is? How do I want it to be? Like, I want it to look and smell like this. And I want it to be where I'm just calling in once a week to check in with people. And otherwise, I'm doing whatever I want or starting other businesses or raising kids, whatever you want to do. You get all that down, but then you share it with the team. So they know that like, look, these are the values. If you know the values and the vision of the company, you'll be able to take that information and assimilate it and then use that to respond to conflicts and customers and questions without you having to come back to my desk and be like, hey, what was that thing? Like, how do I answer the question about what's happening in three years? Like, no, 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 no. If we (laughs) accurately communicated it to you, you'll be able to just be like, no, no, no. If the goal is we want to provide the best customer service anyone's ever seen in the Albuquerque market and this is what I should do. I should just tell them I'm really sorry for whatever it was. And we're just not going to charge you for this one. Sorry. Yeah. So that type of stuff is what the vision is supposed to do. It's like the guiding document that means that you don't have to answer individual questions. Yeah. And it's really like to your point there, not being a bottleneck for your business, which is holding things up and stopping the growth. It's actually empowering your employees to be able to, you know, help add more value to the business and grow the business even without you. So I think that's a trap a lot of business owners get into is trying to have their hands in all the things and have basically all the decisions come back to them at some point. So they're not actually fully delegating to their teams. They're still doing everything and then slows everything down. And then like you said, Brandon, a lot of small business owners, a lot of the best people on your teams and your company, a lot of the A players, they don't see a path. If you're not sharing this vision with them, they don't see the path where they're going and they'll just leave. And that's how you lose some of your best employees. So yeah, it's so critical. We're going to be sharing with you guys our vision that we're creating right now for our business. We're not doing it right on this episode because we're still currently creating it. But that is the goal is you share it with the world, you share it with your employees, and you really get everyone on board so they can see where they're going. And even if they're switching roles, like like Brandon said, the whole point is to align people with their strengths, right? So yeah. you're basically, the exciting thing is like, I like to tell our employees, like you're designing your dream job. Yeah. If you could show up to work every day and you could only do the things you love, the things you're passionate about, the things that light you up and get you excited, that's your dream job. And essentially for us as the owners of the business, it's like creating your own corporate ladder, but you're building the rungs instead of you climbing someone else's ladder. I like yeah. that analogy as well. So that is, we kind of got, we're, we're bouncing around all over the place. So like earlier I said, we'll tell you the two benefits, the benefits for owners and the benefits for the team. I think I skipped <laughs> over the team part. Yeah. But that is the benefits for the team is that they're going to get to play a hand in designing their dream job. So yeah, not, not a dream job in the sense of I get a big check and I'm not coming to work, but like you're going to come to work and do this stuff that fits your talents as best as possible. So 
Yeah. If you are super empathetic and really good at people skills, you're working customer service, which is kind of like a lame title. Like everyone may have, not mm. everyone, but a lot of you may have worked in a call center at some point in your life. That just happens. You're going to take calls and sometimes those jobs are terrible. But if you're really good at it, you excel, then you're not going to hate coming to work. You're going to love it. We're going to use this process over the next, you know, this is a 15-week program. We're on week two, so we'll definitely be telling you guys about this more often. But the idea is over time, you move tasks around, and if you need to delegate it and hire someone to do that, then we identify that. We got a VA to do that one because that's where it's going to best fit. Mm-hmm. But customer service is over here because this person's great at it, and billing's over here because this person's really technical and good at spreadseets. And mm-hmm. then everything just runs really smooth, and you don't have to, like, think about it all the time. Like, it just, yeah. it just goes. That's the idea. And if there's something in your business that you absolutely love doing, like, you're like, I really love doing sales or I really love doing the accounting or whatever it is like you're just like loving it then don't give that part up yeah don't give that up you can still keep doing that you can still be as involved in that part of the business as you want but again the point is just don't be a bottleneck in the other parts because you're holding it up focus on the things you love that you do the best you're delivering the most value and align your people in the same way so that they're delivering the most value to your business everything grows simultaneously so much faster yeah and And it's i mean maybe it's an exercise in efficiency like you're trying to make sure that the people that can accomplish whatever the task is the most efficient get that task and that they like doing it and Mm -hmm. so it just goes and goes and goes and it starts to snowball in itself and that's kind of the idea right and so really you're just what we're doing right now is we're balancing our company we're balancing everybody's roles so that everyone is aligned with those strengths and you might even start what we've actually started doing, Brandon, is time tracking, right? Yep. So we're actually this week, we're going through every single day and we actually mark down for hey. 15 minutes, I did this. And for 20 minutes, I did this and yeah. wasted all this it's time. A lot of, it's a lot of documentation. It's kind of a pain. But what you get at the end is this data set to realize if I asked you to describe where you think your time is going, it probably would be a, a lot different than where it's actually going. So mm-hmm. you think that you're in your office like solving problems and designing where things are going to go, but maybe you actually spent a bunch of time responding to emails over and over and over again. Or maybe you've answered the same question for the fifth time this week for mm-hmm. one of your employees and they're just not getting it. And so that's kind of what the thing is. And like, yes, it's totally possible. And we've started with this book and read it a couple times and I mm-hmm. definitely think that you would all find it beneficial as well. Right. And ultimately what you're building here is this opportunity to have a work-life balance and you really get in your zone of genius and your employees and your team to get in their zone of genius so that you are building the most efficient and best company that you can that's really going to get you to the next level. It's all about getting the right people on the bus as what's his name said in Good to Great, Jim Collins or whatever. You got to get the right people on the bus and you got to get them aligned with their strengths so that they're delivering the most value to the whole thing. So. I mean, that's basically the the gist of it is, you know, your homework, here's your homework assignment, go to Audible, get a copy of Clockwork. Audible has a very liberal return policy. Just listen to the first chapter. We did this for our financial advisor. It blew him away. And he's in the accelerator now too. So (laughs) just listen to the first chapter. If that speaks to you, you'll get a lot of benefit from the book. I do have a story that I want to tell though. That's kind of like the antithesis of this. So We try to support local whenever we can. There's a print shop that's near us that we had tried to send some business to and it didn't work out in the end. But as part of that exercise, you know, we talked with the owner a little bit and she was telling me how stressed out she is and, you know, she's working 12, 14 hour days. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, how long have you worked here? And she was like, oh, I own it. I'm like, how long have you owned it? Like 15 years. 15 years later, you're working 12 hour days. That's crazy. Like, I mean, I don't ever want to do that. Like, I don't ever want to work a 12 or 15 hour day again, but... The fact that for 15 years she's been doing it, like 
that's not the admirable, like I'm hustling so hard to like make all my things that I want to happen, happen. That's just like, no, you designed like the worst case scenario job for yourself where you're yes. working 65 hours a week. Mm-hmm. That is miserable. Like you just yeah. can't, whenever you get home, you're like, there's no time to kick back on the couch because I left the house at five and I got back at like eight o'clock at night. Right. So now I'm going to eat something out of the microwave and go to sleep. <laughs> and that's a cycle that's going to get really hard to break, especially after something like 15 years. Right. So this is an exercise in business design to make sure that you're not stuck in a loop like that where right. if I just work 10 more hours this week, it'll something will get fixed. Like it won't. Like you'll just get, you'll just go and go and go. Yeah. And it's this pretty much survival trap as Michalowicz calls it this yep, entrepreneurial survival trap. survival trap which he's really coined as he's trying to eradicate entrepreneurial poverty poverty yeah. yeah which is what a lot of us you know if even I can say in past businesses I've had have experienced that and struggled with that where you're just literally trying to survive and you have so much time in the day but you're totally spread thin and you're trying to figure out how to go faster but you're just like like you're saying this lady who's working crazy hours and 15 years later into her business she's still in the same place you know yeah like i don't want to die at my desk like i i want to do something else and so the point is you don't have to if my dream is to check in with my team once an hour and i want that to be a reality and like i mean sorry once a week for an hour i want that to be reality in three years you don't have to follow my lead. Like you can do what Brandon said. Like if you want to just be like the coolest, like front facing salesperson of the company ever, then keep sales, like be the VP of sales, be whatever you want, but go through the motions, like figure it out. So I just wanted to touch real quick on some of the major kind of components of this. Like I said, guys, in a future episode, we're going to actually share our vision, but let's go over real quick. What is vision? What is culture? What are the values and the goals and all those things you can be building into this kind of design for your business? So touching on vision, like we're working on it right now, like I said, so it's the long-term, it's the visceral, that thing that gets your emotions going, right? That you want for the company, the team, your personal life. What do you want to create in one year, in three years, in five years? Really mentally like sit down. And when we did this, it was like get in a creative space or go outside and like spend 30 or 40 minutes just asking a lot of these questions. Like, how do you want it to look? What does your office look like when you walk in there? What's your average day look like? Like, how are you interacting with the teams, right? There's all these, yeah. these amazing- What kind of customers are you dealing with? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like, this is the dreamers part. So like, how do you want it to be? So like, I only want to work with bi-weekly customers and they're the best. And so like, cool, that put that in the vision. Like we service people every two weeks. Like that's what the company does. So you can kind of steer this however you want. And then that's a target to shoot for. And just like we touched on earlier, I mean, you can share, you want to share this with your team, but you don't have to share everything if you don't want to. You can share as much as you want, but profit, revenue numbers, you can share those if you want. But again, like we touched on earlier, one of the biggest struggles small businesses have is the employees don't know, number one, they don't know what the vision is, where they're going, they're not on board, or number two, things are changing so rapidly that there's no direction. They feel scattered. They often leave. So that vision is really kind of like the reason why going back to episode three, I think it was our podcast, we talked about having a reason why and a bigger purpose for your cleaning business. You know, basically you want to establish that early on. And if you don't have it already, do it right now. Like we're still, we're years in, but we're still creating this vision. And once you share that with your team, it kind of brings everyone together. It shows the plan. Everyone's on that same page and you guys can take action in the right direction. So there's vision. Uh, What is culture? We're going to talk more about that with Corby actually in a future episode, but let's just touch on culture real quick. Yeah. I mean, culture is like what you do, how the employees act when they're in the office. Are they comfortable with each other? How does everybody communicate? So yeah, you'll find companies that have like cultures of fear where everyone's afraid to like talk to the boss about anything. Mm -hmm. If, If people avoid you in the hallway, like you might, you might've created that accidentally. 
Yeah. Uh, and I mean, your culture is your culture, but like, I think what we want is like, it's like open. Like you should be able to feel free to like, tell us whatever you need to tell us. Cause I want, I can't fix what I don't know. So I'd rather right. you tell me than not tell me. Right. So it's just kind of like how you act like yeah. within the company. If everyone's, you know, gossiping at the water cooler about how awful things are, then you've got a culture problem that you should address to fix. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, if everyone's having fun, like I know when we come in our office, a lot of times or in the morning, we hear the teams come back. It's like, there's laughter, there's positive things they're talking about. It's this kind of fun culture. I would say we're still establishing what that is, but it's, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, know. I think it is that too. Like when we do our holiday party, our Christmas party, last year, Brandon and I bought these suits that you find <laughs> at Target that look like wrapping paper. So it's like a suit that looks like wrapping paper. We had them tailored so they fit really well. And we hand out cash bonuses at Christmas in envelopes with everybody's name on it and we're dressed like a big present. And <laughs> that got laughs from people and that's the point. Like I want you to feel relaxed and having a good time. And you know, in pre-pandemic times, like we provide food for those meetings and everyone kind of gets to hang out. And like, you know, this this year's is going to look a little bit different, but you can do that. You can control that. So yeah, think outside the box, like do something fun. Corby in Denver, like they hire a food truck over the summer Mm-hmm. And every Friday, everybody's welcome to get a free lunch from this food truck. They park yeah. it somewhere near the office. When you have a break in between houses, go over there, get your free whatever it is that they hired out for the summer. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Like when he told us that stuff, I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, how do we do this? Like, yeah. this is so awesome. It's like when we started this, I remember telling someone when we were trying to describe what we were going to do is like, we're going to bring a little bit of like Silicon Valley business styling to a tiny service company that no one will think twice about right? yet. But yep. the point is like, yes, like you could put a ping pong down, put a ping pong table like in the break room. So like, yeah, come in, shoot the thing, like whatever you want to do, like kind of think like a bigger company and just make it happen. Like it'll be fun. Yeah. One of the things I'm still trying to get us so that when the team's coming in the morning, I know Corby does this all the time, but he's got music playing when the team's coming in the morning. It's like, you know, fun music. They all kind of kind of like changes their mood and changes their mindset when they get in the morning. He also does like mariachis for their, their last big party they did yeah they hired a mariachi band to come I mean, in and do it just, yeah so, just stuff like that you know yep. so have fun with it but if you guys say you're gonna be easily approachable and communicate this way just make sure you do that you know make sure if you say you're gonna have fun and that's your culture have fun do things that make your employees have fun yeah. and laugh and one of my um, first yeah. jobs outside of college was at a web design company and we had beer fridays and so every friday at three o'clock <laughs> we rotated through did it someone would go to the store and buy a six pack of beer it was probably more than that because there was a few of us, <laughs> but, and then we'd still continue to work, but like, we're kind of having beers and shooting the shit. Like, so that's fun. So like, you can kind of put that stuff in there. You know, don't do anything illegal or crazy. You can't have beer Friday if you're a cleaning cruiser driving around, obviously, but right. <laughs> um, you could send them home with something like when they got to the office at the end of the day, there's nothing's off the table is what I'm saying. You just yeah. got to get creative. And then let's talk about real quick values, which I think it goes back to what you were saying, Brandon, when you give someone something to do in your company and they constantly come back to you asking questions, right? It's because you have maybe established values and those values are going to influence the culture and vision, but they all tie in together. And the values is basically a way for your team members to make decisions on your behalf. So maybe you're not around one day, something comes up and they're like, well, what do I do? But if they know the values that you have in your company, they're going to be able to make that decision on your behalf. How would the values influence this? Like if the value is... 
customer service and we want them to be so impressed they tell like 10 of their neighbors like cool how would i answer this question if the goal is to get them to tell 10 people that we did this and it was awesome and Mm -hmm. i don't know what the hypothetical scenario is here but like that would be what the value is is to provide really good customer service yeah and it's really just a decision tool so you build those values into your vision into your culture it all ties together and then obviously the thing that brings all this together is goals right so i think i heard what is it? The human brain can only think like 90 days out into the future. So when you set goals, uh, we could do a whole episode on just goals, but it should be about 90 days out. You want to have your big long-term vision, but your goals are going to be the things that actually the action items, the small milestones that get you there. And don't try to do those outside of 90 days because that's just going to overwhelm you and you're going to be bogged down and probably not take enough action to get those things done really is what it comes down to. So yeah, so you'll you know, read the book. You'll get some more detail out of there, but you should have goals for yourself, for the team. You know, it's a fine line to walk. Like you don't want them to be like, your goal for today is this, like, and you're constantly kind of like micromanaging it. Like you need to be able to give them some leeway to set their own goals. But yeah, there's an overarching company goal. It's 90 days out. We're going to try and get to this amount of customers or get this many reviews or whatever it is. Yeah. You set your own goal on your end. So like I, if we need to get that many reviews, then I need to make sure that the teams send out this many door hangers today or right. something like that. Yeah. So they're a little more short term, maybe more abstract, might be monetary, like you're saying, Brandon, money goals or review goals. But really those goals, as I've heard, sometimes are really the kind of the secret to business having those goals because that's what gets you to take those actions to get you to your vision. And that's ultimately where we all want to go with this is have a clockwork business where the business runs itself. And the only way you can do that is setting the vision, setting the culture and the values and setting the goals and taking action on those goals every 90 days and then reset it every 90 days and just keep going until you hit your goals, until your ultimate vision, right? I just pulled this note off the wall behind my desk while Brandon was talking. This is a quote I keep next to my desk. I look at it, you know, try to read it every day. It says a dream written down with a date becomes a goal, a goal broken down into steps becomes a plan, a plan backed by action becomes reality. There you go. That's man. what it is. You just take it, it and reverse engineer it, man. Make it happen. It'll yeah. totally work. Yeah, man. Make that dream and that vision happen, backing it with those goals and those right actions. I love that. So I think that's pretty much it, man. We're going to keep recapping this stuff we're learning for you guys. And hopefully you guys can absorb this and integrate it into your businesses and really start to capture what your vision is for your business and what your reason why and your purpose is. And you can distill that down for your teams and make everything just move faster and better. And it'll be a much better experience for everyone. But yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for hanging in with us, guys. That was kind of a meandering journey that time, but I think you got some stuff out of it. Don't forget, we still have the masterclass going on. You can go to profitcleaners.com slash masterclass, get some free info from us on marketing, and there's a little Q&A session in there. We're also on all the social media networks, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, but more recently, we're launching our YouTube channel, so check us out there. And then I'll let Brandon cover the rest of that. We've got a course coming out for you guys. It's already up. So check out profitcleaners.com slash courses. We've got the million dollar toolkit on there for growing your cleaning business, getting way more recurring customers. So we'll be adding more courses as we go, guys. Like just let us know what you want to learn, what else we can help out with. That seemed to be the biggest thing that people wanted to know was how to grow your cleaning business and how to market it, how to get more clients. So that was the first one we launched. So enjoy it, guys. Check it out, profitcleaners.com slash courses. And like always, reach out, hello at profitcleaners.com. If you've got questions, check us out in the Facebook group. And we can't wait to see you guys on future episodes. So until then, keep it clean. Keep it clean. See you guys. See ya. Thanks for joining us today. To get more info, including show notes, updates, trainings, and super cool free stuff, head over to ProfitCleaners.com. And remember, keep it clean.